and welcome to Dragon Bites Basics, the paediatric podcast aimed at healthcare students or anyone in need of a refresher about common paediatric conditions. I'm Asim, one of the paediatric trainees here in Wales and one of the presenters for Dragon Bites. Each week, medical students will be joining paediatric doctors from Wales to discuss these common paediatric conditions and give them insights into paediatric problems that they may not have faced before. These episodes are just introductions and aren't meant to replace your regular revision. Remember, there will be some regional variations in practice and practice will change as new evidence comes to light. However, this is paediatrics made easy to help students get their head around some new concepts. This week, we're going to continue our episode on developmental milestones. Our host, Francis Bainan, a medical student at Swansea University, was joined last week by Dr. Alice Knight, a paediatric doctor working in Wales currently. Together, they were discussing developmental milestones and we're going to continue that now. Though, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it might be worth going back to have a listen to that first. Anyway, let's get started. Um, so then, so then progressing from there, so some key kind of phrases. Um, so pull to stand, like we said, is when you, um, when the child pulls up on furniture. Um, and then cruising is when you sort of sidestep holding on to furniture. So you'll see um, kids before they start to walk um, will will go through those phases of pulling themselves up on the side of the cot or the sofa and then cruising, doing that sidestepping um, kind of building up their strength um, before they take that that plunge of, uh, of starting to walk. Um, around about um, 18 months, you, or just before you'd expect them to be running and jumping um around about two years um they would be able to run on tiptoes um then i quite like a um a little kind of picture so if you draw um the out- outline of of some stairs going up or sort of zigzag stairs going up so i think by two years you do when when kids walk up the stairs they will walk up with putting um, two feet on each step. So it's two feet going on each step, walking up and walking down. Um, So two years, two feet per step up and down. And then by three years, you um, would expect them to go up the stairs one foot per step going up, but coming down is a little bit more challenging. So they'll put two feet per step to come down. Does that make sense? Yep, so I guess you could add those together. So one foot going up, two feet coming down, gives you three then for three years. Exactly. Okay. (laughs) You're getting the hang of this now. (laughs) To get the plot, yeah, yeah. So excellent. (laughs) Um, Around about um, three, um, you'd expect them to be able to hop on one foot for how many seconds? Three. Three, because they're three, exactly. Excellent. <laughs> no, I like this. It's fantastic. Exactly. And they should be able to, the kind of classic exam thing is ride a tricycle, which has three wheels. I like the similarities. It's fantastic. <laughs> Around about four years, um, you you know, they're getting ready to kind of go to school. They're fully um, kind of, well, they think they're fully independent. They are able to walk up and down stairs as an adult would so one foot per step um up and downstairs so you kind of when they're ready to go to school then you know 
that's the, that's how they you'd expect it. So that is Grace Mater. Key things is you'd expect them to establish one skill before the next one. Um, and so if that's not progressing in the normal way, then that's a little bit alarming. Um, or if they start regressing or they've sort of reached a point and aren't progressing, but certainly regressing, so going skills that they have had that they then lose, that is mm. concerning. That's really helpful. Okay, so moving on then to fine motor and vision with the same yeah. timeline that we've got. Could you briefly talk us through that, please? Yeah, so I guess the first the first one, the main one for six weeks is that you're able to sort of um, track an object or a face. So, um, so this is more about vision. Obviously, they're not up to fine motor skills at this point. So, but um, the... So around about six weeks, you'd we'll come to this in a bit, but you expect a social smile. And if they um, aren't smiling socially, so, you know, when mum or dad goes there, um, someone that they're familiar with, um, if they're not smiling, then that gives you a little bit of um, that makes you a little bit concerned that they might be that there might be a visual problem. So. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so. For example, if you take six weeks, you expect them to have start to have a bit of head control. They will have social smile. Um, you've got to be able to see before you can start doing a social smile. Um, and you'll start sort of tracking objects. So um, if you put sort of um, a toy um, or a face in, in front of the baby, they'll then sort of track it, to, you know, if you move it to the side. Um, yeah. Um, then then the next thing then you're thinking about um fine motor so you've got to think how they're kind of picking up things um progresses so you're going to start off with um quite a immature um grasp which is called a palmer grasp so if you imagine your hand going to pick up um a ball or something like that where your whole hand goes around the object that's a palmer grasp so you haven't got that fine sort of finger and thumb at that point. And that's around six months. Do you remember I said about six months? Number six, if you carry it on round past the, the end of where you draw a number six into an arrow, it kind of looks like um, rolling or passing. And yeah. this is really great for so reminding that around six months, you'd expect um, a baby to transfer objects between their hands. Okay. So they'll pick up um, a, a toy, a block or um whatever they'll pick it up with a palmer grasp that sort of um immature um grip and then they would be able to then pass it over to that other hand um yeah so that's kind of around six months mm -hmm. okay. um nine months it starts getting quite quite fun is um because they start learning about something called object permanence so that is when they realize that when something goes out of their visual field that it actually still remains. Um, so that means you can start playing peekaboo. Um, you can hide um, toys under blankets and they will um, sort of look for where it's gone. Um, it's, there's a there's a lot of sort of weaning around this time. So we'll be um, sort of in their high chair and when they drop food on the floor, um, they'll sort of look or the, or the beak or whatever, they'll look for where it's gone. So that's um, 
something about sort of fine motor and vision um, is is looking for objects. And then they're starting to develop then what's called an inferior pincer grip, which is, or sometimes I think they call it a tripod grip. So it's like your first two fingers and your thumb, you're starting, it's not quite a full hand grabbing an object, but it's those three um, digits picking things up. They're getting a little bit um, finer on the detail of um, working their hands by this point. Okay. Um, that's okay. And then how did that develop then from there? You would expect a neat pincer grip by 10 months, but we don't have a box for 10 months. So we'll put it in 12 months. Um, and, um, yeah, certainly by a year, you'd expect them to have a good pincer grip, which is your first finger, um, and your thumb. So you should be able to, and, and what you'll notice is that, um, parents will say, things like if you ask parents can they pick up tiny specks of of things off the carpet then they will absolutely be like rolling their eyes like all the time they've always got to be constantly um (laughs) hoovering and you know checking things because they're totally they're into everything um they've got the the vision to be able to see tiny little things they'll pick it up and obviously they're going to try and put it in their mouths so um yeah definitely you've when you know and and things like you can test you can test it by like giving them peas um because they're really small and if they're able to pick them up with their forefinger and thumb you you know that they've got established that um neat pincer grip um the, a little bit earlier um they would be doing things like casting which is where um it's not throwing as such because it's not with so much like intention but like mm-hmm. um holding a toy and then letting go of it is called casting and that is quite like um they do that fairly early on but if it carries on beyond 18 months then that is another red flag right okay so sorry so casting casting bricks um cast or, or toys and things is around about 12 months um mm-hmm. but it should disappear by 18 months it's not like throwing like with um, direction or anything. It's just kind of letting go of an object. Um, and so that's around about 12 months. So that's okay. great fun when they're in the high chair, um, <laughs> <laughs> weaning, and um, they think, you know, this is great fun just sort of dropping things. So Everyone making a massive mess. <laughs> <laughs> Within sort of fine motor then, I, I've I'm aware mm-hmm. that sometimes bricks are used to be a bit of a, a measure in terms of their development. Yeah. Uh, are bricks ever used at around 12 months? And... Um, yeah, you can, they, you, they might put sort of two bricks. You wouldn't expect much more than that. So that, you know, like put one brick on top of another one um, if they don't cast it at you. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> so moving so two breaks, twelve so, months, there's two twos and well there's A two yeah. each of those numbers, I guess, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. And so um, then from there, it might be easier to kind of think in each of the different things what they do, um rather than going through each age. So for example, if we stick with bricks, so um when they're one, you'd expect them to put one brick on top of another. Okay. When they're 18 months, you'd expect them to build a tower of four. And okay. when they're two years, a tower of eight. So it kind of doubles with each of your um, your boxes. 
Okay. Um, so, yeah, one block on top of another when they're one, 18 months would be four blocks, a tower of four, and two years around um, eight. Um, when they're around three, you can try and get them to build a bridge or a train. Um, yep. So a bridge is where you get uh, two blocks and then you put another one, two blocks next to each other with a little gap and then one block on top and that makes a little bridge shape. So, mm-hmm. um, or a train, which is sort of three blocks um, lying down in a row and then one extra one on the on the top of, of the first one. That makes sense. It's yeah, um, yeah. it's supposed to look like a train, um, and kids generally will um, will kind of engage quite well with that. Um, when you are about four and four, oh, hold on, maybe I'll go just go back and say about the tower thing. So around about, uh, so when you're about a year, it's one block on top of another, and then you then increase so um, four blocks. Um, in a tower when you're 18 months, eight when you're two years, um, and 12 when you're four years. Um, when Then the other extra things is the bridge and the train we've talked about, um, yep. and then steps. So building a, a um, some steps when you're about four and a half, which is like three blocks at the bottom, then two um, on the next level, and then one at the top. So it's like steps that you walk up um, mm. and then you can do another level on top of that where it's got four at the bottom when they're about five so that's big steps yeah. um so that's probably it for blocks for okay. drawing i quite like the drawing one um because it's quite nice for um uh for your kind of visual ways aids to remember so when you are about 18 months, you're just scribbling. Um, it's just a to and fro scribbling around 15 to 18 months. Um, when you are two, so if you imagine drawing a two and at the bottom of your number two, you draw a straight line. Yep. Um, so they should be able to draw a straight line um, around about two, two and a half. Um, when you are three, so draw a number three and carry on the tail of the number three round into a full circle, they should be able to draw a circle. Perfect, yep. Um, Anything magical for number four, four years? Yeah, number four, you draw a cross. So you've got your uh, your number four's got a cross in it. Oh, very good. <laughs> That's, um, and then four and a half is a square and a triangle is number five. You can try and draw a triangle uh, out of the, the tail of a five, but I think we're going a little bit rogue there. Um, <laughs> a little bit tenuous um but essentially you've got to think like you know they're going to start doing two and three scribblings before they draw a line they're going to draw a line before they draw a circle then it's a cross and then a square and then triangles the most complicated and so it's very much like in that progression and so if you can remember what they can do when they are two with that straight line three with the circle um from the tail of the number three four with the cross and then um four and a half um a square and five a triangle it's quite easy to kind of learn those numbers if you've got that little visual aid no i like these tricks and visual aids so we're building <laughs> up building up our timeline now then so yeah this is all this is all brilliant 
That seems like a reasonable place to leave this episode for now. Join us again next week for the remainder of this series. Thank you for listening to Dragon Bites Basics.